Hello, and welcome to the Italian Threat Intel Weekly Podcast for the week commencing the 2nd of August, 2021. In InfoSec news this week, encryption algorithms found in a decryptor show that the notorious Darkside ransomware gang has rebranded as the new Black Matter ransomware operation and is actively performing attacks on corporate entities. After conducting an attack against Colonial Pipeline, the US's largest fuel pipeline, and causing fuel shortages in the southeast of the USA, the Darkside ransomware group faced increased scrutiny by international law enforcement and the US government. In May, the Darkside ransomware operation suddenly shut down after losing access to their servers and cryptocurrency was seized by an unknown third party. It was later learned that the FBI had recovered 63.7 bitcoins of the approximately 75 bitcoin ransom payment, worth around $4 million at the time, made by Colonial Pipeline. This week, a new ransomware operation known as Black Matter emerged, which is actively targeting victims and purchasing network access from other threat actors to launch new attacks. Cybersecurity publication Bleeping Computer claims to be aware of multiple victims targeted by Black Matter, with ransom demands ranging from 3 to $4 million, with one victim having allegedly already paid a $4 million ransom to Black Matter to delete stolen data and receive both a Windows and a Linux ESXi decryptor. According to security researcher Fabian Vosar, after looking into a leaked Black Matter decryptor binary, he is convinced that we are dealing with a dark side rebrand. The crypto routines are an exact copy, pretty much for both their RSA and Salsa 20 implementations, including their usage of a custom matrix. While there is not concrete evidence that Black Matter is a rebrand of the dark side operation, many similar characteristics make it hard to believe this is not the case. When looking at the identical encryption algorithms, the similar language used on the Black Matter sites, similar craving of media attention, and similar colour themes for their Tor sites, it's highly likely that Black Matter is the new Darkseid. A rebrand from Darkseid also explains the reason the new Black Matter group won't target the oil and gas industry, pipelines slash oil refineries, which is what led to their previous downfall. Unfortunately, this is a highly skilled group which targets multiple device architectures, including Windows, Linux, and ESXi servers. Due to this, we will need to keep an eye on this group, as they will surely perform attacks on well-known targets in the near future. Indeed, in the last few days, since its re-emergence and rebranding, the Black Matter Gang has joined the ranks of ransomware operators to develop a Linux encryptor targeting VMware's ESXi virtual machine platform based on discovered samples. It seems the infighting between ransomware operators is continuing this week, with a disgruntled Conti affiliate leaking the gang's training material when conducting attacks, including information about one of the ransomware's operators. The Conti ransomware operation is run as a ransomware-as-a-service, or RAS, where the core team manages the malware and Tor sites, while recruited affiliates perform network breaches and encrypt the devices. As part of this arrangement, the core team earns 20-30% to 30% of a ransom payment, while the affiliates earn the rest. Earlier this week, however, a security researcher shared a forum post created by an angry Conti affiliate who publicly leaked information about the ransomware operation. This information includes the IP addresses for Cobalt Strike C2 servers and a 113MB archive containing numerous tools and training materials for conducting ransomware attacks. The affiliate said they posted the material as he was only paid $1,500 as part of an attack, while the rest of the team were making millions and promising big payouts after a victim pays their ransom. To quote the disgruntled affiliate, I merge you their IP address of Cobalt servers and type of training materials. 
$1,500, yes. Of course, they recruit suckers and divide the money among themselves, and the boys are fed with what they will let them know when the victim pays. The affiliate posted this to a popular Russian-speaking hacking forum, and in a subsequent post, the affiliate shared an archive containing tools, manuals written in Russian, training material, and help documents which are allegedly provided to affiliates when performing Conti ransomware attacks. A security researcher shared screenshots of this extracted folder with journalists, and it seemingly contains manuals on deploying Cobalt Strike, Mimikatz to dump NTLM hashes, and numerous other text files filled with various commands. According to researcher Vitaly Kremes, who has already analysed the archive, the training material matches active Conti cases. To quote, we can confirm based on our active cases, this playbook matches the active cases for Conti as we see right now. By and large, it is the holy grail of the Pentester operation behind the Conti ransomware. Pentester team from A to Z. The implications of this are huge and allow new Pentester ransomware operators to level up their Pentester skills for ransomware operations step by step. The leak also shows the maturity of their ransomware organization and how sophisticated, meticulous and experienced they are while targeting corporations worldwide. It also provides a plethora of detection opportunities, including the group's focus on any desk persistence and a terror security software agent persistence to survive detections. This leak illustrates the surprising vulnerability of ransomware-as-a-service operations, as a single unhappy affiliate could lead to the exposure of carefully cultivated information and resources used in attacks. Recently, the United States government announced that its Rewards for Justice program is now accepting tips on foreign malicious cybersecurity against US critical infrastructure, with a potential $10 million reward for helpful information. Additionally, rewards through this program may be done anonymously in cryptocurrency, which could help incentivize low-paid affiliates to turn on other cybercriminals. In other news, the European Union Agency for Cybersecurity, or ENISA, has analyzed 24 recent software supply chain attacks and concluded that strong security protection is no longer enough. Recent supply chain attacks in its analysis include those of SolarWinds, CDN provider Mimecast, developer tool Codecov, and enterprise IT management firm Kaseya. Anisa focuses on advanced persistent threat, or APT, supply chain attacks, and notes that while the code, exploits, and malware were not considered advanced, the planning, staging, and execution were incredibly complex tasks. It notes that 11 of these supply chain attacks were conducted by known APT groups, and Anisa's analysis found that attackers focused on the supplier's code in about 66% of reported incidents with the same proportion of vendors not aware of the attack before it was disclosed. This shows that the organization should focus their efforts on validating third-party code and software before using them to ensure they were not tampered with or manipulated, quoting Anissa. Though this is something very much easier said than done, as the Linux Foundation highlighted in the wake of the SolarWinds disclosure, even reviewing source code for both open source and unaudited proprietary software probably wouldn't have prevented that attack. Anisa is calling for coordinated action at an EU level and has outlined nine recommendations that customers and vendors should take. Thank you very much for listening to the Italian Threat Intel Weekly Podcast. Please do not hesitate to contact us should you wish to discuss any of the items outlined here. And thank you very much for listening.